0: Of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This evening we commemorate the expulsion of Adam and Eve from paradise. The Sunday uh, that we're entering into has a few names uh, given to it. One of them is exactly that the expulsion from paradise. Uh, Another name, of course, is Forgiveness Sundays, and not Forgiveness Sunday, not Forgiveness Sundays. Uh, The other name, of course, is Cheese Fair, which is probably why I said Sundays. Um, (laughs) This Sunday uh, is an appropriate Sunday for us to begin our Lenten journey because it goes back to the very beginning (coughs) and to the mess that we find ourselves in, Uh, the... Experience of Adam, the image that resounds throughout the hymnody of this uh, service this evening, uh, is Adam sitting outside the gates of paradise, weeping for all that he has lost. Now, of course, there's not a place in scripture where you'll find this image, and yet it fully captures uh, the depth of despair and what it meant to be in paradise and then to lose it. The Adam and Eve as the icon uh, that I believe is a mosaic from somewhere that I grabbed, uh, you can see that they are wearing the tunics uh, that they were to make because they realized that they were naked. Shame overcame them and they knew They were naked, so they had to make clothing. I'd like us just to look just for a minute this evening at some of the hymnody uh, from this evening, particularly uh, this one, Shokaria. Paradise, garden of delight and beauty, dwelling place made perfect by God, unending gladness and eternal joy the hope of the prophets, and the home of the saints. Of course, we've already have unending gladness and eternal joy. Who would not uh, miss that aspect of paradise? By the music of your rustling leaves, beseech the creator of all to open to me the gates which my sins have closed, that I may partake of the tree of life and grace which was given to me in the beginning. The music of the rustling leaves beseech the creator of all. A melody of something so... And I think this hits on something that all of us can relate to because it can be hard to relate to something like heaven when we start thinking, okay, what kind of metaphors, what kind of images do I use? Um, I can remember as a child a particular tree out in the front yard Uh, And I called it the helicopter tree. You probably already know what I mean by that when I say the helicopter tree, right? The little seeds. Is that a maple tree? I don't even, I still don't even really know what it's called. (laughs) I still call it a helicopter tree. Uh, But there's something about childhood innocence of just the time that you can remember yourself being somewhere else, someplace safe, someplace. Uh, different from where you're at now and the rustling of those leaves that is interesting because the rustling of leaves the melody the hymn that it sings it's not directed towards you what does the hymn say it says the music of your rustling leaves beseech the creator of all that paradise itself uh, is beseeching god You'll notice this throughout the hymns. At the end of the, the, the two Trapariah before this, this is all in Lord I have called. The hymn, my compassionate Lord, call me back to Eden. At the end of the second Trapariah, call me back and restore me to Eden. Part of the pilgrimage of Lent uh, is, well, there's a lot of misunderstanding about Lent, I think. Uh, it usually gets brought up, uh, especially the way that we, uh, it's a popular way to talk about things like fasting. We're giving something up for Lent, uh, kind of sacrificing something for Lent. And there's an aspect that, that captures, uh, but it really it, it seems to be a, um, more of a negative thing than a positive thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to subtract... Uh, so that I can kind of suffer and if I suffer, therefore I draw close to God through not eating chocolate for Lent. Okay. Uh, I think it's actually missing the point of Lent. Lent uh, and the fathers make very clear in the humility of this. that There's tied in here, of course, the beautiful imagery. How does Adam and Eve fall? What does Adam do? Not a rhetorical question. What does Adam do? (laughs) He eats something. Uh, And now we enter into a fast and we are asked uh, to refrain from certain foods and to simplify. A lot of what Lent really is about is a purification and a simplification so that the God who is always calling us, who is always ready to open the doors of repentance to us, that we can actually hear him. Because most of the time, we end up with our minds uh, focused on all the other things except the one thing necessary. The um, treparia, right after the glory, we have, Woe to me in the middle of the traparia, My open-mindedness has left me naked and confused. No longer will I enjoy your delights, paradise. No longer can I see my Lord, my God and creator. Me formed from dust, and now to the dust I return. I beg you, O compassionate Lord, have mercy on me who have fallen. Open-mindedness. I don't think he means what we think of as being a virtue of being open-minded, right? What, what he, he, what whoever the author is, because we have men and women who author these hymns, Uh, The open-mindedness that you have here is exactly what I was referring to. A mind that is so open and so permeable to the world that that's all that it really obsesses about. That's all that it thinks about. And God is usually the last thought, not the first thought. Lent is about the priority of the kingdom. Lent is the simplicity of what it means to be a creature before the creator. Lent is... Uh, interview fasting. This is the basic point of fasting. It's not about a diet. It's not about what exact foods you cut out, but it's about being able to be returned to the gratefulness and thanksgiving that it is to be a creature and to actually enjoy the gifts that God has given us, especially the gift of being able to return to Eden. That's heady stuff for when we're sitting down to think about how we really like bacon cheeseburger. But that is exactly the point where that thought comes into our head and you could say a temptation uh, for us to then be spurred on to remember uh, who God is, uh, that he's calling us back to remember the trees the, and the rustle of the leaves of paradise as they call to our God to be the one who paves the way for us back to Eden. And as we sang actually at the end of the Acostica, we have Adam lamenting, crying out, I am broken, I am to return to dust. And Christ appears and he says, I do not wish for the destruction of any of my creatures, of my creation, but that it all should come to the fullness of knowledge of truth. And that they may be returned to me. So may our great God and Savior Jesus Christ be on our minds this evening as we come tomorrow for Holy Communion and then for uh, forgiveness vespers and the rite of forgiveness, uh, that we prepare ourselves uh, to turn our faces to the gates of Eden that we so desire to return into, to be brought back into the Father's house.